Before we get started, we would like to ask a favor. Please leave a five-star review and a like on whatever platform you're using to listen to Planet Fear. It's a small thing that helps us so much. Also, don't forget to follow or subscribe because we release a new episode of Planet Fear every week. You can find Planet Fear Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you, and now, on to the show. Warning. Some of the subjects we discuss may be too intense or graphic for some audiences. The world is a fearful place. We are surrounded by people and things that would do us harm. Some walk among us every day, while others lurk in the shadows, a threat unknown. Join us as we discuss all of the things that frighten us most, from the paranormal and unknown, to the true and horrific crimes committed by our very own kind, with Matt Knapp and Lauren Smith on Planet Planet Fear. Spontaneous Human Combustion, SHC. There's a debate surrounding SHC. Is there? (laughs) Yep. The apparent occurrence has never been proven, but is linked to around 200 incidents. Yeah. Like I told you before we ever did this episode, this is a topic that has always freaked me out. Since I first heard that it could happen to a person <laughs> somewhere in my my young pubescent mind, I got the notion that one of the possible ways of causing this was by talking about it and thinking about it. What? That doesn't yeah. even make any I, sense. Hey, look. Scientifically. I'm just telling you what the experts say. <laughs> the experts of Google. Yeah. So right. I was always afraid to talk about it or think about it because I was just certain that I was just going to burst into flames. You are a phoenix rising, Matthew. <laughs> I am. <laughs> okay. Your neurosis aside, SHC is used to describe instances when a human, either living or recently dead, seems to burst into flames without an external source of ignition. Now, it's argued that SHC can be caused by an individual's behavior and habits, such as alcohol consumption, inner mechanisms of the body, or even acts of God or sorcery. Gruesome photos purporting to show SHC often feature a large pile of ash from which a pair of legs protrude, while nearby objects appear untouched by the inferno. Accounts often feature tales of blue flames emerging from the victims. Have you seen some of those photos? Yeah. That's what got me going down the trail of freaked out. There was a photo, I believe it was an elderly retired doctor Mm -hmm. who was a fairly famous spontaneous human combustion case who apparently burst into flames while sitting on the commode. (laughs) And the photograph was just this charred area on a toilet with like some feet still in the slippers. Sitting on the ground in front of the toilet, I and like his bunny walker, slippers. and like oh his walker, God. and so like, yeah. Not That's only, awful. yeah. Not only am I going to burst into flames, <laughs> it's going to happen when I'm at my most vulnerable and intense. Apparently, yeah. Things get so intense. This is why you should eat your fiber. Yes, but not too much. <laughs> Probiotics are key. Let me tell you. 
I pictured bunny slippers when you said that. And now, now, you know, I feel like Elvis really had it bad the way he went out, but could have been worse. It could have been worse. Could have been worse. There's the silver lining. I mean, like, I know that, you know, we try to stay pretty serious whenever it comes to, like, victims and things like that. You know, we do joke around just because it's in our personalities. It comes through on the show. But this is a situation where I'm willing to bet <laughs> nobody knows anyone that has spontaneously combusted. So what's your theory about that situation? Was there like swamp gas that came up and ignited or? Oh, in that particular case? Yes. You know, I don't really have any theories about it because that one in particular bothers me because of where he was. <laughs> I mean, I'll go over some of the theories later. But there isn't one really that describes that particular situation scientifically. <laughs> and I thought, like, Legend of Boggy Creek was bad, being taken out by Bigfoot while on the commode. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure this is worse. This is probably, I mean, I mean you're sitting there and, like, you start smoking and <laughs> feeling kind of hot. Okay. Kind of flush. <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah. That wasn't even planned. I'm not going to make it through the show. You know, he could have saved his own life had he had a bidet. He could have just started hitting that. The theory of spontaneous human combustion was first put forward in 1641 by a Danish doctor and mathematician, Thomas Bartholin. Bartholin? Mm. In his book... Which catalog strange <laughs> in his book. This book is three <laughs> words that are like twenty six letters each. Yeah, he it he, was Latin or something. Yeah, he it, wasn't from the United it States. It wasn't even it's not even called a book, it's called a tomb. Oh tome. Yeah. Which catalog strange medical phenomena. To describe the death of an Italian knight called Paulinus Vorstius. Yeah, I'm familiar with this story. According to Bartholin, the knight had enjoyed a few glasses of strong wine with his parents at home in Milan when he burped fire, succumbed to the flames, and died. Horrible way to go. Sure enough. You know, when I was a kid. (laughs) Matt has a story for everything. This is a true story. There was a restaurant that my family liked uh, very much. And there is this waitress there. That was our waitress that everyone liked. Um, an older woman, an older redheaded woman. I can't remember her name. Suffice to say she was a fiery redhead. She was. Known to enjoy a drink. Mm-hmm. And she was a smoker. And I remember it standing out because they found out somehow I I guess back in the day, they just didn't care, so they would just tell you things, whether it was your business or not. This woman died. Mm-hmm. She We went there to eat or whatever, and she wasn't there, and, you know, where's our waitress at? And they just apparently told us she had died at her home, uh, supposedly intoxicated, mm-hmm. and fell asleep on the couch while smoking a cigarette and lit herself on fire. Peace. May her rest in peace. And that that was the first time that, like, fire as a way of dying really entered my mind. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's why 
this whole spontaneous combustion thing might have freaked me out a little bit more later on because fire just seems like a really horrible way to go, especially like if you're asleep. But I remember always thinking like, well, wouldn't it wake her up? You know, like, mm-hmm. and then I learned that, well, sometimes <laughs> smoke inhalation well, yeah, is, a, is a thing, but there, also, an, you know, being drunk, uh, level of toxicity there. Yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> but this this night case, uh, which, you know, was one of the first times this theory has been presented, alcohol being involved and being the catalyst that causes the spontaneous human combustion. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's it's amazing to me that this has been purported as a thing throughout history. I mean, obviously from the 1660s. Mm-hmm. And yet you're going to wow us later with the debunking of the human combustion. I don't know if I'd call it a debunking. I've got a, a fairly large list of theories as to how it happens. Mm-hmm. And then I have a couple debunking explanations but really there's only one scientific explanation that most people um, in the spontaneous human combustion (laughs) research community kind of agree on but that doesn't make the cases any less scary i mean 200 or strange 200 incidents that's that's a lot i mean I guess if you look at the population of the entire world, it's not a lot. But to me, that's a lot. If you put 200 people in a room and then. Well, in the case with the night and this happens in several of the cases, Mm -hmm. which kind of throws a wrench in the gearworks of the debunking Mm -hmm. is there's witnesses involved. Mm -hmm. And those are the cases that really catch my attention and freak me out, knowing that like other people were there and saw it take place Mm -hmm. and are like. Nope, they just burst into flames. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I mean, yeah, because it's easy to say, oh, well, it was alcohol, but there are so many that weren't. Mm-hmm. And that's terrifying. Yeah. I'd love to be able to pin it on just that, and I would never drink again. Well, I would. You wouldn't. So, yeah. So late at night, Christmas Eve, 1885, in the small farming town of Seneca, Illinois, a woman named Matilda Rooney burst into flames. She was alone in her kitchen when it happened, and the fire quickly incinerated her entire body except for her feet, which is something we see a lot in these cases, Mm -hmm. which is really weird. Yeah, because fire tends to burn upwards. Odd. Um, The incident also claimed the life of her husband, Patrick, who was found suffocated from the fumes in another room of the house. So the tragedy left investigators baffled. There was no reason to suspect foul play. The Roonies had been relaxing and drinking whiskey that evening. A farmhand who had spent a few hours with them hadn't noticed anything out of the ordinary. Furthermore, there was no source of ignition that could be found for the blaze. And although the flames had been intense enough to reduce Matilda Rooney to ashes and a few fragments of bone, they had not spread to the rest of the room. The fire seemed to have started in her body and stayed confined to her body. It had appeared that the Roonies had fallen victim to the rare and enigmatic phenomenon of spontaneous human combustion. That was a double fatality from spontaneous human combustion. Yeah, I've never heard of one where somebody else in proximity died. That's weird. Yeah. But she was in the kitchen. She was in the kitchen. So They had been drinking whiskey. They had been drinking whiskey. But only she burned. 
I, that's the thing. I don't have an explanation for these. And not her feet. Right. I mean, usually feet aren't the, like, they're the least fatty part of the body. Right. But it, it's, in these cases, it seems like, and like you mentioned in this story, they burn inward outward. Mm-hmm. And one of the common things involved is how, like, lower extremities and your, like, arms will be left but the head and torso burned and this has all the telltale signs of that happening uh if it was a fire you know it should have burnt the surrounding areas and caught her legs on fire first Mm -hmm. and worked its way up her body but that's not the case the husband dying of fume inhalation that's weird Mm -hmm. it makes me think of like some sort of gas leak or something but why just her why just her I mean, if it was a gas leak and there is some sort of combustion, the whole house is going to go mm-hmm. up. And as for the fume, you know, he suffocated. I mean, have you ever lit a piece of paper on fire or something in a room and then someone walks in the room and they're like, oh, my God, oh, yeah. what's burning? Yeah. OK. Or throughout the whole house when you burn something in the oven. Now imagine a an entire human body. Uh. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, yeah. So imagine that entire smell throughout the house and. He suffocated on the fumes. So this is worldwide that this happens, obviously. We're not just hotheads here in America. And so we had a death in Ireland. 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 Was that of Michael Faherty, 76, who died at his home in Galway, Ireland in December 2010. Dr. McLaughlin, the coroner tasked with explaining Mr. Faherty's sudden death at his home in Ballybane, made the shock decision of putting it down to SHC. Yeah, this was a weird one because this was 2010, you said? Mm-hmm. So fairly recent. Mm-hmm. And the medical examiner is like, uh, spontaneous human combustion? <laughs> you think he said it questioningly like... Eh, that one looks. I haven't used that I one mean, in a while. <laughs> if you were a doctor and you're having to like put down uh, cause of death, isn't that how you would say it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> let's go with C. I haven't used C in a while. Yeah. <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> Mr. Faherty was found with severe burns, lying on his back with his head near an open fireplace. Despite the blaze, the sitting room was untouched, apart from the burns on the ceiling directly above him and on the floor beneath him, which is kind of weird. Very weird. Maybe he just used a lot of hairspray. We don't know. Forensic experts who investigated the scene at the home concluded the fireplace was not linked to his death. And Dr. McLaughlin said, this fits into the category of spontaneous human combustion for which there is no adequate explanation. (laughs) True. The fireplace wasn't involved in the fire. That's what authorities said. But he was near the fireplace. Forensic experts concluded the fireplace was not linked to his death. Maybe he was in the process of lighting a fire and had not gotten that far yet and didn't realize that the lighter fluid he was using had leaked all over his sweater. To me, it's more like 2010. No, we're still going to go with hairspray. And you know how certain pieces of wood will pop a spark out? Mm Mm-hmm. Landed on his hair, set his aquanet ablaze, and then he died. I'm just saying. But, you know, stop, drop, and roll, you know? Or, like, he passed out on the floor from 
some weird condition or he saw a spider or something. Anyway, he passed out. A spark jumps into his hair. In Ireland. Sets his Aquanet on fire. And then he dies because he never woke up to put that put out the blaze. I I, I know. I solved the case. But, You're very but impressed. here's the deal. <laughs> fire investigations, cause of fires. That's like a science that's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. And they do it with every fire, mm-hmm. including these. Mm-hmm. So they go into these places when this happens and do their best to find the cause. And they've yeah. got it pretty much down to a science, mm-hmm. except in these situations, because it's not something they can ever recreate. They've tried. Yep. He said, for which there is no adequate explanation. One that's not adequate. So, the Aquanet theory is out. It's that was just, an adequate explanation, it's just sir. Not adequate enough. <laughs> adequate not for such Ireland a good word. standards. Oh Lord! Well, I'm just saying they've got they high standards. They do like their drink over there. So Whenever maybe he was drunk to too. Spontaneous human combustion. Their standards are high. Well, the next one. This was three years before Mr. Fader. 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 He's dead. Michael. <laughs> I heard he. May him rest in peace. <laughs> this one is the woman who roared like a dragon. Oh, yes. I love oh, this yes. one. Oh, yes. The woman who roared like a dragon. Ah, uh, yes. I can say her name. So when the blue flame apparently emanated from Jeannie Safin, age 61, as she sat with her family. Yeah. Family was there. Saw it go down. Her brother-in-law, Don Carroll, said the flame shot from Miss Saffin's stomach as she sat at her kitchen table in Edmonton, North London. She was roaring like a dragon, he says. The kitchen wasn't damaged, but her cardigan melted. The inquest never sorted it out, but I know what I saw. Roaring like a dragon. It melted her cardigan. Blue flame shot out of her stomach. I mean, so that makes me think of, like, a torch lighter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe that's what a dragon sounds like. Uh, obviously, we know what a roaring flame sounds like. Mm-hmm. But for this to just all of a sudden start shooting out of somebody's stomach, nobody's being lit on fire in this scenario. It's coming from within with witnesses. It melted her cardigan. And not everybody's Taylor Swift and has just a closet full of cardigans. From her stomach. I mean, they don't even really eat spicy food in I mean, I've had gas before, you know, (laughs) heartburn. What's your explanation? How did this happen? If spontaneous human combustion isn't real, why is her family saying they watched flames burst from her stomach? It doesn't say whether she was drinking either. What difference would that... (laughs) Because most of these, they've been drinking. So what if she had one of those flaming shots? We don't know. Okay. So flaming Dr. Pepper or something like that? Yeah, you know, she forgot to blow it out. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But with that, I mean, you know, the body is like 70 to 80% water. Mm. I mean, internally, how do you start a fire in a human body? I've seen a lot of young males in my life start fires... With gases exiting their bodies and Bic lighters. The eternal blue flames. So, I'm just saying, I don't know how the flame started inside, but there are gases that are flammable. That's not a myth. 
No. Unfortunately. And it is one of the theories. But there has to be an ignition. Oh, I found your doctor one. Dr. Everett, 96 years old. His no. name was John. I don't know if his name was Dr. Everett. It was John Irving Bentley. John Irving Bentley. In the 1960s. Yep. Sitting on the toilet. With an image purporting to show his charred remains that is now a symbol for the theory. Mm-hmm. The lower leg and slippered foot of the 92-year-old retired physician were discovered next to the toilet in his Pennsylvania home, surrounded by a pile of ash beneath a walking frame. Poor guy. Yeah. I wonder if he had any pets. Well, can you just imagine, like, a dog walking in and being like, what the... (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) I'm just saying. I wonder if he smoked. Well, at one point he did. You know, usually it's me that says the inappropriate stuff at the wrong time. (laughs) I mean, I was just about to go into how we were just talking about, you know, gases in the human body being ignitable. And here he's sitting on the toilet. Maybe he's smoking. Drop Drop the cigarette. Drop the cigarette. Like it was hot. Yeah. Oh, and then the flame went back up inside and... Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Not outside the realm of possibility. Seriously, this show is a departure from our norm, our normal semi serious discussion. Because after the Girl Scout murders, we need a little, little <laughs> levity. A, bit, yeah. <laughs> a little, a little bit. relaxer. A little. So we are. I was yeah. thinking about that show all week. I was too. Yeah. I re listened to what you put out there, the edited version, and. Man, I was even trying to finish the very end, and I was just like, it, wear, it wears on you. Yeah. So that's why this one is just a departure from the norm. Yeah. So we have the curious incident of the woman in the ballroom. In a highly dramatic tale which mirrors the claims of the Blue Flames and SHC, but diverts from the recurring theme of victims dying in their living rooms, Maybell Andrews was reportedly taken over by a flame in 1938. Her fiancé and fellow partygoers were reportedly shocked when a flame erupted from her as she stood at the top of a staircase. She looked hot that night. I'm not even, I, I don't even, I can't even give it to you anymore. <laughs> I just have to let you run. Be free, my child. Yeah, standing at the, you know, can't you just imagine, though? the bell of the because, ball yeah that used to be like a whole thing yeah. you know women getting all dolled up and then making their grand entrance mm-hmm. and she's standing there at the top of the stairs waiting for everyone to notice her before she descends and wait how do you catch on fire at the top of a staircase like i mean it was it was 1938 maybe there were candlesticks near lantern something But here again, you have numerous witnesses Mm -hmm. that all saw her burst into flames. Right. Unexpectedly. Yeah. It doesn't say what color flame, but yeah. Flame erupted from her is the way they said it. Like erupted from her. It's not like, oh, her dress caught on fire and Mm -hmm. then went up. No, like it erupted from her. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout this entire episode, every single time we say someone combusted or the flame erupted from them, I literally picture the human torch. Every time. Flame on! Flame on! (laughs) We are horrible people. That's okay, though. We have a survivor. 
We do. There is one spontaneous human combustion survivor. Pretty famous. One. That's terrifying. Well, okay. To be to be fair, there was two. Oh. But then the guy like changed his story. Oh, okay. And once he did that, it was all over. So Frank Baker, who served in our nation's army in Vietnam, is the only known survivor of the unexplained phenomenon known as spontaneous human combustion. The highly decorated former soldier had been preparing to go fishing with his friend Pete Wiley when fire suddenly engulfed his body. Like they were sitting on the couch talking about their fishing trip and about to leave Mm -hmm. when he erupted in flames, leapt off the couch and his friend, he yelled for his friend and his friend started putting him out and like they patted it down and got it put out. Was he smoking? Was he drinking? I don't think so. I could, I (laughs) didn't read anything about it. I mean, I didn't do a whole lot of in-depth research, but there was an article that I read that Mm -hmm. involved him and it didn't mention Anything about drinking or smoking? Nope. His friend did not describe it as him lighting himself on fire. Nope. No, they both pretty much said um, that it was it it was spontaneous human combustion. It was it was not. And see, that's why it's so scary because it could happen to you right now. Not Mm -hmm. me, but you. It could happen to anybody. Yep. Somebody could be listening to this show right now and start feeling warm and then it gets hotter and hotter it almost feels like your stomach's on fire and then you smell barbecue so baker said that he faced death while earning two purple hearts in vietnam but yet the scariest moment of his life was in june 1995 when he caught on fire I think that would be the scariest moment in anybody's life whenever they find themselves suddenly engulfed in flames He said that he and Pete were having a great time, just hanging out, and then things started heating up because flames appeared on Baker's body. And Pete says, it was the damnedest thing I ever seen. Frank was freaking out, and that was making me freak out. (laughs) He was on fire. (laughs) Baker started panicking and tried everything to stop his body from being burned. He said, I had no idea what was taking place on my body. None. Baker and Wiley somehow put the flames out and got to a doctor, but the diagnosis was as shocking as the sudden flames. The doctor called and said, Frank, this burned from the inside out. See, whenever you hear stories, especially when there's a survivor, it just totally negates all the theories, the debunking, everything. Is it possible that spontaneous human combustion is a real thing? I mean, like, not just some misunderstood event or some uh, misconstrued observation of a witness or a person, but it actually happens, <laughs> like people say. Like, they burn from the inside out. The human body just suddenly ignites itself. I mean, there's a lot of so-called reasons, uh, scientific reasons, that they have attributed to this. Yeah, I don't know about those. There's a lot of them. It's pretty much a situation where nobody knows what causes it, so everybody has a theory. 
they've they've done some scientific testing, but it's still just until somebody spontaneously combusts in a lab in front of scientists, like there there's right. just no way to know exactly what causes this. I mean, there's some common denominators. It does tend to happen more here and in European countries, reportedly, than other places. Mm-hmm. It tends to be elderly people. It tends to be overweight people. It tends to be people drinking alcohol or smoking cigarettes. But it's not every case. It's not. I've actually read the statistics, and whenever you look at the numbers, there's tendencies, but not enough where the data points mm-hmm. towards anything specific. And like the the ideas behind it range from being able to start it by thinking about it is an actual way for it to start as one theory. Uh, it being triggered psychically, either as an emotional response or like a pyrokinesis type thing, like the movie Firestarter, where they actually set mm-hmm. themselves on fire. Um, there's a theory that it's caused by uh, a certain type of particle shooting through <laughs> space that are so small that they normally pass through us and do nothing, but every once in a while, maybe. They cause a person to light on fire, but then there's the question of, well, and why doesn't it do it to objects and animals and everything else? Which I'm going to go with that theory. Yeah, which that's one of the theories that one of the things about this that causes a lot of problems is uh, it doesn't seem to happen in animals that we know of unless they just really burn up good and nobody ever <laughs> finds the remains. But it only happens to humans. Mm-hmm. Spontaneous human combustion. Because one of the theories, like we were talking earlier, uh, you know, the buildup of methane gases and things like mm-hmm. that, uh, the possibility of, like, say you do have a high fiber diet, lots of vegetation that could dry out and that's a combustible and it could somehow ignite. But then cows would be going up in flames left and right if that were the case. I was going to say it's almost like the chance of being struck by lightning is you have the same chances as spontaneous combustion. But no, Mm -mm. lightning kills 49 people each year. Yeah, I actually have a relative that was struck by lightning and lived. I wonder how many of these maybe that happened. I mean, usually lightning, you can tell it goes in one part, comes out the other. Right. But what if they had been (laughs) drinking a lot and they just... So something that we've talked about before, uh, mentioned at least, orbs, uh, ball lightning. Seriously? Ball lightning has been blamed for this. Uh, Slamming into a person. (laughs) I'm telling you, the the theories are literally everywhere. I'm not okay with that Uh, line of conversation. The wrath of God used to be a big popular Yes, Sorcery and, and God's... Apparently, literature was the first place that this showed up at. Before people started reporting cases of it happening, people had written about it in fictional books. Mm-hmm. And so some people postulate that they just got the idea from books and started applying it to events that shouldn't have it applied to. But now you have these, you know, 2010. 
And we have our shit together by now, you know. 2015, a woman in Germany was sitting on a park bench, erupted into flames, and a passerby put her out with his jacket. Now, she died at the hospital. Right. The police put it down as a suicide attempt. Yeah. So... So, obviously, we don't have our shit together. Well, well-known skeptic Benjamin Radford. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's pretty much the go-to skeptic on everything. His explanation for these events are suicide and murders. He believes that most of the cases can be explained away by people just committing suicide, by lighting themselves on fire, and just nobody knew about it. For instance, the woman at the top of the stairs, she could have just lit herself on fire, Mm -hmm. and nobody saw that part. They just saw her burst into flames. Mm -hmm. The woman in the park... Uh, it was claimed that two people were seen fleeing from the scene. So Radford says those are people trying to murder her by setting her on fire. And that's why they were running from the scene. It seems strange because these murders are committed by strangers for no reason. And they just happen to use fire. That doesn't explain why they're burning from the inside out. Why mm-hmm. none of the surrounding area is burnt. Nope. Or anything like that. The only plausible explanation that I could find is known as the Wick Effect, Mm -hmm. uh, which was actually tested on an episode of Mythbusters, I believe. They commonly test this using a pig. Abdominal tissue from pigs. Yeah. It's just uh, the basic concept of a candle or an old lantern. You know, uh, fat in the human body acts as a fuel, clothing acts as the wick, and it's just a long, exaggerated, slow burn. The reason that the bones are able to burn is because it tends to happen in elderly victims, so there's the possibility that there's bone decay, osteoporosis, things like that, where the bone density isn't as high, and so it burns more easily. Well, you had mentioned... They're older. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of alcohol in a lot of these and um, heavy set. Mm-hmm. Acetone is what they marinated the pig's tissue in because it's a highly flammable substance that the body produces in reaction to alcoholism, fat-free dieting, and diabetes. And then they would set it alight. That nails all the things that you mentioned, right? Yeah. Except the elderly, but fat-free dieting people just eat your Krispy Kremes. Just eat it. Uh, they, I mean, they've done significant testing on this. This wasn't just a one time they tested right. it and it did this. Like they've done testing. They've made human models. They've tested it on the the mm-hmm. pig tissue, and they can't figure it out. And at at one point, that one of the guys testing it said there is a source of ignition somewhere. But because the body is so badly destroyed, the source can't be found. Well, with the wick effect, uh, like I said, that's the most plausible. Mm-hmm. And it explains the burning. Right. But they don't have anything that explains the ignition, yeah. how it gets started to begin with. Right. Like they can give answers as to, well, what's a possibility of this happening and this and this and this, they can explain all those things away, mm-hmm. except for 
how did it happen to begin with? Right. Spontaneously. One of the theories of possible ignition that I did find interesting whenever uh, I was reading about bald lightning was the buildup of electricity or static electricity. Okay, okay. To me, that seems kind of in the ballpark of a possibility, except for the static electricity happening internally part and the fire starting within, burning outward. Static electricity is a thing that we know about that does exist. Mm-hmm. It could certainly happen in a lot of these situations. The alcohol situations because we ooze alcohol out of right. our pores and then poof. Uh, there's also people who have found a uh, correspondence to ley lines. Hmm. Now, I do not have enough knowledge about ley lines to really speak on it. Mm-hmm. I do find that interesting, though. My question is, how do they come up with where ley lines are to begin with? Every time I see a map of ley lines, they're all over the place. Yeah. They don't. So everybody would be in close proximity to a ley line at that point. Well, at that rate, power lines. Yeah. I wonder how many of these happen under power lines yeah. or had faulty wiring in their house or anything. Very dry, arid environments for static electricity. You can definitely come up with a. Uh, Uh, something to explain this situation or that situation. Right. But what makes this such a mystery is that you cannot come up with a common theme as to why humans spontaneously combust and have throughout history. Um, I actually ran across a paper written by a college student whose father uh, was a fireman. And that's how he became interested in the subject. Hmm. And that's where I got all these statistical data Mm -hmm. about this stuff. These fires uh, tend to occur in the evening within four hours or overnight. So if you think about that, if a person catches on fire at nighttime, typically at their home, they have a longer chance of burning without Mm -hmm. being found by somebody. It's overnight. Nobody finds them until the next day. What about the lady at the top of the stairs? <laughs> right. See, that's the thing. Every time you can explain one of them, one situation, the next one pops up and is like, right. nope. A lot of the victims are discovered near their beds or chairs. Uh, so that would imply sitting or resting. But mm-hmm. then again, at the top of the stairs, at the park, sitting there with your fishing buddy on the couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it. it's still, it's just everything. I mean, I was going to say, I wonder how many of these people were mad, you know, that were just like, you're just, you ever just get so mad, you feel like your head's going to blow off because you're right. so pissed. The uh, psychic, emotional yeah. combustion theory. I mean, that's certainly an area that we don't understand. Statistically, in one study that examined 30 cases, 77% of the victims were female. Uh, 25% of those were 70 years or older, and 50% were 60 years or older, and at least 80% were over 50 years old. Hairspray. Hairspray. Aquanet. Cats. Aquanet. Cats and candles. Uh, most of them were known to be overweight. Here's something interesting. 
the number of fatal cases reported in the last 50 years is equal to the number of cases reported in the previous 350 years. So it's happened more recently, or at least been reported, than it did in the previous 350 years. I wonder how many spontaneous human combustion cases there actually are that were labeled as something else by right. the ME. Just with those numbers. Mm-hmm. One theory is the reason for that is because in society, we've gotten fatter. True. We've started hitting more of the telltale markers mm-hmm. that seem to be a common factor in at least somewhat of a majority of these cases. More electricity, too. Right. So I used to be a smoker. I no longer am. Congratulations on that. Thanks. But there were times Mm -hmm. in my life, pulling late nights, that I would fall asleep while smoking a cigarette. Smokey the Bear says you're an idiot. Uh, Yeah, I know. And it would (laughs) would scare me to death whenever it would happen. Mm -hmm. Not enough to get me to quit smoking. Clearly. But I would burn holes in my clothing. Mm -hmm. I would usually wake up because I burned myself with the cigarette. Mm -hmm. Or for some reason, dropping the cigarette would wake me up. But there was times whenever I fell asleep and dropped the cigarette and slept through it and woke up, you know. Crap. Yeah. Like, oh, man. But I didn't burst into flames. The cigarette, whenever it burnt me, woke me up. Mm -hmm. Or whenever it just started getting too hot, you know, that would wake me up. So I don't, I just can't think that like somebody is just sitting there smoking and fell asleep and this cigarette ignited them and caused them to go up in flames. And I mean, if if you burst into flames, wouldn't you start running around trying to put the fire out? And these people are still just like wherever they were at, just sitting there chilling. Yeah. I'm just wondering if there's something like they pass out. There's whatever makes this happen. It ruptures some. They pass out. I don't know, and they can't fight back, which is somehow makes it even scarier because you—that's what it needed to be scarier. What if you experience sleep paralysis whenever it happens? Great, thank you, Matt. As a victim of that, thank you. No problem. Oh my God! What if that's what sleep paralysis is leading up to? (laughs) Sleep demon comes along, and they're like, "Hey, you can't move." By the way, also, yeah, here's a match. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm gonna buy a waterbed, and I think everybody should have one. On planet fear. On planet fear. Be sure to check out our website, planetfearpodcast.com, for links to our social media contact information, and our latest episodes. 